Hello, hello there. My name is Moira with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. Are you a scroll, Corey? Am I a scroll? Maybe. Are we both scrolls? Definitely did not make this joke last time. I, I'm making the joke again. Because <laughs> secret invasions <laughs> don't bother, so why should I? As always, I'm with my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing crazy today. Crazy today? Yeah. And better watch out, Corey, you're insane. Thought I'd, thought I'd make insane in a membrane. Insane in the brain. <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to us on all your audio platforms or watch our YouTube version on YouTube, The Correct. Real Show, or in trousers on Twitter, The Real Show FM. I yeah. just made a, a fun tweet about the Indiana Jones Omnibus. There we go. Because we just finished our Indiana Jones series review. We did. And now we're uh, finishing up on Secret Invasion. Yeah. If you'll remember, Corey, we reviewed the first two episodes of Secret Invasion. How lucky we were. Oh, we yeah. Definitely do. We start off with something, then we come back and we finish it. Yes. Not with She-Hulk, though, because we <laughs> missed out on She-Hulk. Maybe we should have missed out on Secret Invasion. Probably. Another series <laughs> about green people. Big green man. Big, big green. These are sort of medium-sized green. Well, no, there yeah, is a big yeah, green man yeah, in this. The Hulk would be a big, big green the man. The Hulk would be a big green man. Abomination so would be, abomination be a, be a big, big green man. man. She-Hulk would be a big green woman. Yeah. And the scrolls would be... Regular sized big big yeah they wouldn't be big they'd be regular green people yes. or maybe one big green man yeah yeah which would be uh, Gravik sorry I've I was gonna say it's so name. good you remember the other names I'm so good I remember the villain's name <laughs> Gravik such a good villain such a good such a good memorable villain <laughs> Nick Fury is back. <laughs> He's yep. come back from space. Okay, so we're talking about... And we're going we're straight into the good part of this. Into, yeah, the only good... Well, no, there's a couple of good parts. Yeah. Um, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Uh, he's, this was kind of the thing that he heralded. He's like, hey, I'm going in to do Secret Invasion. This would have been a film, apparently. You maybe should have been. And this Maybe should have been. Maybe it would have been more condensed. Yeah. Maybe things would have happened. Yeah. But not like this. Things don't happen. No. Obviously, spoilers for Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, obviously, it came out in like June, mid June, and we're what halfway through August when we're reviewing yep. this, the full thing. It finished what like in June twenty, July twenty sixth. Yeah, it finished like two or three weeks ago. So point. yeah, two or three weeks ago. Uh, and um, Nick Fury, he's uh, he's been he's been rocking around space, and now he's back. Yeah, he's he's set up all this scroll stuff on Earth to basically cover for him while he's away. Yeah. But now he's back and it's all gone to all gone to heck in a handbasket. Yeah. And he's not ready for it on his way back. Of course, Gravik, the leader of uh, the Skull Resistance, who apparently would have been um, Nick Fury's son. Right. Or something like that. Or not Nick Fury's son, but would have taken the form of Nick Fury's son. Yeah. But instead they kind of explain it away. With Gravik being like he took the face of the first person that he killed. Yeah, it's funny because we don't know that. No, like we don't even see it. <laughs> no, like would have been nice if we see like a scroll kill the guy who killed like Kingsley Benadire, and then the actor because that's who he looks like. Yep. Um, a scroll who is young Gravik kill Kingsley Benadire and then take his face. Oh wow, this is who that guy is. Like maybe like a flashback in the finale or yeah. at the start or a flashback in like the second to last episode. But no, they just kind of say it in the end. And Nick Fury does. Nick Fury isn't even told. No. Because I assume Nick Fury already knows. Because Nick Fury knows that guy. I'm not sure. No idea. This Cause is because Gravik wasn't talking to Nick Fury. Gravik was talking to Gaia. Yeah. Who was Nick Fury? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, in all fairness, this is a pretty common thing with this show. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. And the, the <laughs> pretty common thing with the show is you could have done something cool, but you choose to not do it. Yeah. You choose to not go anywhere. 
and then start exactly where you left, end exactly where you started. Yep. Which is a bad rule. Which is a bad rule. Yeah. It's like the um, it's what is it? The story triangle is that what you call it? Yes, I think you, so. No, it's like the equilibrium. Yep. And then you have uh, something that disrupts the equilibrium. Welcome to welcome to film uh, production one hundred and one here, folks. Welcome to story how to create a fictional story one hundred and one. You start off with an equilibrium. Everything's equal. You have a, a cataclysmic event. You have yep. a an event that sets the story in motion. Yes. You go through arcs. Yep. You change your characters, and then you end with a new equilibrium. Yes. Right. Where things are things are back to normal, but they're different. They're very different. How will we cope with the differences, Corey? The yes. changes. The, what they do here is, they start off with the equilibrium. Nick Fury's come back from space. The scrolls are in trouble. There's evil scrolls. Yeah. And they end with, Nick Fury's going back into space. He's made the situation worse. Yeah. Than when he than when he arrived. Yeah. But I instead of. He's put the school, he he arrived with the school people in yeah. peril. He's left with the school people in peril. I was gonna say, I almost feel like this. Sh- as much as Nick Fury is part of it, I almost feel like it should maybe focus on other people because Nick Fury's just gone again. Instead, I feel like he should it be, should be someone else. Nick Fury appears, and then Nick Fury leaves again. Mm. But when at least you still focus on the person that's probably going to be you know, relevant for future things to come, mm. rather than. Simon Jackson. Which well, no, Nick Fury is going to be in the Marvels. Yeah, that's true. But they showed him in the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, how was he back in space after the secret invasion? Yeah. Oh, he must go back to space then. Everyone kind of, everyone already surmised it by the by the time the the Marvels trailer came out. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... Alongside Sizzling Sam Jackson, go on. He doesn't do bad. No, he does fine. Sizzling Sam, he does his he does his work. Yeah. He's a he's a. a Known, we're known fans of Sizzling Sam here. Do you remember why we call him Sizzling Sam? I do. Can, maybe the listeners who li- who've listened to okay. 130 plus episodes of this show don't realise <laughs> why we call him Sizzling Sam. Right, okay. So Sizzling Sam was... I don't know if it was in a... It must be an episode, but I don't know which one it was. I, but it was during a Good Film Bad Review segment... Yes, good from bad review for people that don't remember because we we don't do that segment anymore. No, we don't. Is um, I'd get some. I'd I'd have a film. Yeah. And wait, no, that wait, no. You'd have like a, a series review. or something. No, I'd have a bad review. Yeah. Or, and there's a good film that's attached to that bad review. So bad review is like one star. This film is bad because blah blah blah. Yeah. And the and the options would be A, B, or C. What film it is? Yeah. And this was Shaft. It was Shaft. Now it was three shafts. It was three shafts. Um, this was in an episode somewhere. This wasn't like a separate one, like Star Wars and, and Marvel we did separately. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's because one of the views was like, something, something, this film wasn't great, it lacked sizzle. Mm. Uh, and my was, it can't be the new shaft because sizzly, cause Sam Jackson yes. is a sizzly man. Yeah. And there, um, was a, there was a shaft with Sam Jackson in it in 2002. Yes. So you say it couldn't have been Sam Jackson's one because Sam Jackson is a man who's got a lot of sizzle. Yeah. And, we, and then we hence coined the coined the the term of Sizzly Sam Jackson, Sizzly Sam Jackson, or Sizzling Sam. Yeah, and then just stuck. And it just stuck. Um, yeah, don't do good from bad review anymore. I got canned. <laughs> no, that got canned. But Sizzling Sam is sticking it's around. Stuck around. <laughs> you know, I think Sizzling Sam's a great raise because because Sam Jackson has got si- you look at him, he's got sizzle. He's got sizzle. He has. So you call him Sizzling Sizzling Sam. Yeah, it's got a sizzle. I like how again we're doing the whole thing of we're just kind of segueing out from this and yeah, something else. Well, no, I thought it'd be nice to explain to the listener or viewer that why we call him Sizzling Sam. Sizzling Sam, that is why. Sizzling Sam, he's on, he's on the good form here. He's doing what he can. 
and it's you know the sins of Fury's past. They're haunting him again, and he's got to protect Earth. But does he protect it? Does he make it worse? Probably yes. Yeah. Next up, we've got Bendo Mendo. Uh, ben Mendelssohn is here. Now I'm a big fan of Ben Mendelssohn. I always name his projects. I think he's yep. great. Uh, I'm going to try to name stuff Ben Mendelssohn's in. He's in Rogue One. There you go. He's in uh, that film about the video games, Ready Player One. That's right. He's in the one that I mentioned, Lost River, the one I enjoyed on Amazon. That was my that was my wreck last time we did Secret Invasion. I was about to say Pixels for a second. Yeah, he's not in Pixels. That other film about video games. No, he's not in Pixels. No. <laughs> With Adam Sandler. Uh, and Peter Dinklage. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> But Ben Mendelsohn, Ben Mendelsohn is a is a damn good actor. Yeah, he is. You ever seen Bloodline? I haven't. Oh, it's an, on Netflix. It's about a family that runs a hotel, and he plays the black sheep of the family, Danny Rayburn. Dan, ben Mendelsohn's great. He's really, really good. Uh, what is he doing this? Next to nothing. Dies. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Well, no, he he has a plan. He goes to Gaia. I want to make peace with the humans. I want to make a peaceful world where scrolls, scrolls, and humans can live together in in harmony. Does he achieve that? Dream? No, he no. dies, and yeah. then Fury makes it worse for them. Yeah. Fury makes it worse for the scrolls. He 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 just goes fully against Talos's vision. Talos's vision for a peaceful scroll scroll society with humans. He he completely goes against it yep. and makes it even worse for the for the scrolls. So, but Talos died in vain. That's the worst death for a character yep. when you die in vain. Yep. And what if Talos was actually the villain? That might have been cool. A cool yeah. switch would have been that Gravik was a bit of a red herring. And he was actually, you know, taking orders from Talos, who was on the other side. It was like a double agent. That would have been fun. Or Talos was like an enemy operative or could have been turned to the... T- or he was, the, the, in fact, the secret leader of the Scrolls the whole time. That would have been yeah. interesting. Ben Mendelsohn plays a great villain, as we know from Rogue One and all the other... The, the, the Robin Hood reboot. Little bit, you know? little bit of something. Little bit of something. Little bit little, of something. That's all I wanted, Corey. All I wanted was a little bit of something. It's a little bit of something. Did they give us a little bit of something? No. No. <laughs> no. In the tall. words of Martin Freeman, who shows up in this? He's, he's here. Twice. He's, 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 well, no, he's here once. Yeah. Because once he, is, he plays someone who's a scroll who's impersonating him. Yes. His character of Everett Ross. And then he appears last in one of those uh, brain chambers or whatever they're called. Yeah. You know, where they strap you up and they've got the brain... Brain laser in your brain. Yeah, it's... take your. Uh, did they do that in Captain Marvel? I think they did. I'm not sure. Maybe because there are scrolls in Captain there Marvel. Is. That's where they're from. Yeah, the film Captain Marvel, not obviously comics. Yes, the film Captain Marvel. Obviously, I'm joking there. The scrolls do come from comics, and they don't just appear in 2019's Captain Marvel. But it's the cap. But. The, the scrolls have this kind of brain thing which allows you to take the memories of the person that you've uh, cap- captured or killed or turned into. Yep. But in Captain Marvel, they don't use the brain thing. They just turn into people. Yep. So I guess they have that ability, but they can't retain memories unless you have the brain machine. Yeah. I'm making up logic for this series that doesn't <laughs> exist. The series never tells you what the brain machine is for. No. Or why they can turn into it without the use of the brain machine or why they need the brain machine to know people's memories. I guess if you're going, I guess you're, if you're like a government official, which they're, which they're turning into. Yeah. Again, I'm making context for the series, which they don't give you. <laughs> I'm headcanoning the series to make it sound more convincing in my head. I'm rationalising it where they do yeah. not give you rationalisation. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff with this whole series that it's almost like they either could have done or this sometimes feels like here's a like six part, whatever, how many parts there's a colour of um, mini series that's going to explain 
what we're now going to do in the films coming up. This is like a backstory. So if anyone goes, what, what's happened here? Go, it's this. It's not great, but this is why it's happening. This, this right here. Just like a little thing. Because I'm going to assume, and they kind of, I think, tried to tease this, that there's going to be some times in future films, or maybe even in past films, where it's like, that's not that person. That's been a scroll the whole time. time. But they don't do that, because they no. don't have the... Don't have the stones. No, so I'm going to assume this is like a... Oh, if in like three or four films' time, Doctor Strange isn't Doctor Strange, you can go, Secret Invasion warned you. you know, that's just a little little thing to now explain why in the future there might be different people. Because they don't want to take any risks, no. Corey, and that's the truth. Uh, let's take, for example, yep. Colonel James Rhodes. Go on. Played by the, uh, the one and only... Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Um, big fans big fans of Don Cheadle here big fans of Don Cheadle he's a scroll. yes he's a, portrayed by a scroll woman yes and we find that out in like one of the well no we kind of does shifty stuff like yeah. trying to get Fury's wife to kill Fury and stuff and he's on the phone with Gravik and whatever yeah like, oh this guy must be a scroll. you know normal, normal stuff for, for Don Cheadle imagine if he'd been a scroll since Iron Man 2 yeah holy crap right that would have rationalised the changing in fakes as well from yep from um, Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. Oh, wow, yeah. he's been a scroll this whole time. That's a great... Because in the Secret Invasion comics, which, by the way, they ignore here. Don't do anything for the Secret Invasion comics. Great. It's Secret Invasion in name only. Yep. Uh, in the Secret Invasion comics, it's real that several characters, like Elektra from Daredevil, for example, has been a scroll this whole time. Yep. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, that's such a mind... A mind meld, right? That's such a mind meld. Yep. But this they don't do it no. because they don't have the they don't have the guts no. to to say this guy's been a scroll the whole time this character you love Rhodey has been from the death of his best friend and all this tragedy and broke his legs and whatever and civil war and all of that was a scroll the whole time and yes. you were looking at a scroll this whole time how do you feel have your has your mind been melded no my mind's no. been because that's been. the one thing that I saw and in all fact I saw it before I finished the series was everyone saying, like, oh, was he a scrud in, like, I think Civil War because he was not wearing his braces or something? Yeah. Or there was some weird thing of, like, he wasn't wearing leg braces in a film, so was he a scrud at that point? People were trying to go back and figure it out or not. I don't know. You know the actual reason where, when he became a scroll? When? After the last time you saw him. Uh, because he was in Capt- he was in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He was, yeah. If you can remember for one episode. Yeah. Was he a scroll then? No. He was a scroll after that point. Great. So basically, just recent, recent Don, recent Don Cheadle. Yes, which now. Is a scroll, just now, which is so such a cop out. Yeah. If they'd said he was a scroll in that and happened before that, that would have been at least mildly interesting because yeah. you could have gone back to that scene and thought, oh wow, he was a scroll then. Oh. But 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 no. Not, See, nothing. This is the thing. I'll, at some point in this episode, I was expecting like one of the episodes to do like a quick 10, 20 minute like, almost montage of here's all these moments in Marvel oh. and then revealing that these people weren't them, they were scrolls. And just go back, like, to all the films and just show them. Mm. Yeah, I didn't do that. Because <laughs> what you could have done with, like, a lot of side characters. Yeah. You say, oh, these guys were scrolls the whole time. Like Don Cheadle, like Everett Ross, like, I don't know, Happy Hogan, make, make yeah. John Favreau a scroll or something, right? That would have been cool. Because it, it changes the landscape. Yep. And it raises the stakes. 
of anyone could be a scroll. That was the whole thing. I thought all the marketing was people's faces changing into scroll faces, and yep. anyone could be a scroll. And the and the credits were showing like police officers and and politicians and stuff. And that's half the half the crux of this series is that all the government leaders, like um, prime ministers and presidents, are scrolls, and news yep. readers are scrolls. And that's like, oh wow, what these characters we've just met in this series are scrolls. Imagine if they'd make introduce that prime minister character. Like the woman, um, I don't, I can't remember what her name is. Does it even say here? Um, uh, I, oh, Pamela Lawson. There we Imagine go. if they'd introduced Pamela Lawson like in a Spider-Man film three films ago. Yep. And she'd been a kind of present, not like a major character, but like appears every now and then. Oh, it's the British. They go to London. It's the British Prime Minister Pamela Lawson. Remember her? Yeah. She'd, she's back in this. Remember her? She's a scroll. Whoa! Right? Yeah. That would have been great. Or like the secret agents that work for... Um, not S.H.I.E.L.D., but the other one. Uh, in um, Damage Control, sorry. Yeah. People that work for Damage Control. That woman or that guy in Spider-Man. They could have been a scroll. Whoa! You know, or, and, and he appears in Captain Marvel. Sorry, not Captain Marvel. A uh, Miss Marvel yeah. as well. That secret agent guy. He could have been a scroll. Whoa! You know, there's reveals like that. But they don't choose to do it no no it's i don't know i'm just going to assume this series essentially wholly exists to set up maybe things in the future where instead of them going back and making people scrolls in the past they're going to probably now like work it into like there'll be a couple films that'll be fine and then they'll go back and be like oh actually this film now this person was a scroll but we're going to reveal that like three films later and this is literally solely exists just to explain who they are, what's going on. That is it. Or maybe Corey, they just don't. Or they just ignore them for the rest they just of the ignore time. Ignore them because honestly, I would. Scrolls never I come back. Marvel, yeah, I think Marvel's just completely devalued this series after it went down the pan. Because let's talk about the finale. Okay. And how egregious that finale is. Go on. This is the finale that She-Hulk was mocking, because what She-Hulk did. Was the character can break? She called the character can break the fourth wall. Always done it, done it in the yes. comics. Did it before Deadpool. Did it before Deadpool. And in the finale, it's revealed that this the the finale that is created for She Hulk isn't the one that She Hulk wants. Uh-huh. It's very Marvel. It's oh, I've got your DNA. I'm gonna become a Hulk. Oh, everyone's becoming a Hulk. Oh, I'm abomination. I'm also a Hulk, but I'm evil. And that's all of that. And She Hulk goes, wait on a minute, stop. This feels very. You know, not like the story that we're telling. Can we change yeah. it, please? And she goes into Marvel headquarters and meets Kevin Feige, who's a robot, and who's a ro- an AI that makes Marvel films, which is very on brand. Yep. As the opening credits of, of Secret Invasion is all AI, so whatever. Yeah. And she says, can we kind of stop this very high-budget, high-concept finale and just do something that makes sense? Yep. Now, Secret Invasion looked at that and goed and went, bet. Yeah, I'll make a high concept, high high thing finale. You want beams? I've got your beams for you. Here's beams. Boop boop boop. Yeah, me firing a beam. I I gathered that. Yeah, everyone's gonna fire beams. Everyone's got everyone's powers. You want yep. Drax's flipping arm? Here you go. Here's Drax's arm with the tattoos still on. Yeah. Here's Ebony Moore's hand and Ebony Moore's rings for some weird reason. Here's Groot. Here's Captain Marvel, Gamora, or whatever, all the weird characters that you've got, right? I wonder if you could look up for me, Corey. Okay. 
the list of the powers that are used in the finale of Secret Invasion. Because Gravik's just killed with a beam to the chest. He's not even, like, he's not hoisted by his own petard. He's not killed in some sort of poetic way. He's just beamed to death. Here's every super school power used in the Secret Invasion finale. Right, would you, could you could you list them all for me, please? Corey? Sure. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm just checking. Right, mm. there we go. <clears throat> Ghost, Captain America, Corvus Glaive, Thanos, Outrider, Proxima, Proxima Midnight. Who? I don't know. Okay, continue. Captain Marvel, Abomination, Mantis, Cool Obsidian, Drax, Korg, Ebony Moore, Frost Beast, Hulk, uh, is that Shatari? Shatari, yes. Yeah. Valkyrie, Thor Odinson, Gamora, Flora Colossus, Winter Soldier. Okay, you that's, can, apparently that's... you can also toss Extremis into that pile. Right, well that's like a super soldier serum, so I guess yeah. that makes sense. That's like what, more than 20? Um, Something like that? He's counting. 21. Just rumbled. 21. Yeah. 21. Um, and with a budget of $212 million, yeah. million dollars, it still looks like poop. Yep. It's the, the it's not interesting. It's the same thing that Marvel always does. Is we've got a character with a set of powers. Who's the villain? The same character with the same set of powers. The thing that I also find kind of funny. It's maddening. Um, is this mentions the fact that oh, all the DNA is supposed to be harvested after Endgame, which mm. is why because obviously everyone's there. Mm. If it also mentions that uh, Ghost and Abomination weren't present at this event, but we guess Fury just tossed them in because why not? <laughs> You're right, they, well, they weren't. No, they're not there. Obviously, they're around somewhere. Obviously, yeah, they're around. But they're not there. It'd be cool if it was. But they don't pertain to their own continuity. That's 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 laughable. I would have liked Abomination versus Thanos. That would have been nice. Yeah, Abomination versus Thanos. Also, let's remember the the wonderful contribution that Cull Obsidian played into the uh, the battle of... And Corvus Maeve, or whatever he's called. <laughs> that played, played into the great yeah. battle of Endgame. Yeah. And no, no, the con right. The concept isn't that bad. It's like Nick Fury cleaned up the battle after the end game. The whole battle of all the heroes yep. and all the portals and stuff were all put up together, yep. and they all fought, and everyone died. And then, then Fury sent in a secret scroll team to like extract the DNA. Wow, that's really paranoid. And Nick Fury, that's really cool and unique concept. Yeah, and he, he can essentially, if it you know goes right, oh, he could have like seen it. Yeah, he could like have his own. Like Scroll Avengers, yeah. essentially. Scroll Avengers, your secret Scroll Avengers, yeah. Super Scroll Avengers. Yeah. That would have been a cool, you know, he's trying to create heroes now. Oh, yeah. that's very interesting. Very The Boys, yeah. you know, very Vought International. But do they go anywhere with that? No, just have big superpower hero fight. Why not? Yeah. Just big CGI fight. Because yeah. if we haven't got anything in Marvel, it's, super, it's superpower CGI fight. Yeah. Do you want some CGI fight with your CGI fight? Here's a sky beam. I mean, here's the thing, right? Obviously, this is Marvel. Boop! <sighs> Thanks. Um, obviously, for like years and years, you've had like Infinity War, Endgame, Thanos, boom. Now it's like, okay, now we need something else. Obviously, now you've got Kang, who seems to be the main villain um, for now. It's big, like, I guess, three or four phase thing with uh, the three versions of Kang that seem to be the main versions of Kang that we're going with. 
But now it seems like, okay, right, now we're going to do more of this. Now we're going to try, try and, like, find things that we can add now to this new thing. Because, like, nothing's really been brought over from Endgame. Endgame kind of stopped, and now this is a whole new separate thing. Other than, obviously, the people that were in it. Now we're going to get a new Avengers, and, like, new Captain America, and uh, new Iron Man, and Hawkeye's training his kid, and that kind of thing. Um, it feels like they're trying to find something to, like, click that they can do something with and to add new stuff. And it's not really been working for, like, any of them. Like, this hasn't really worked. The schools now, I guess, are maybe here. They might come back. They might not. Who knows? This doesn't really add to Nick Fury's character. This is just kind of a bit... Uh, it's... Yeah. It's not even a bump in the road for Nick Fury's character. It's a straight line. Yeah. So Nick Fury goes from point A to point B with no change whatsoever. Yeah. Well, in fact, his wife's with him now. Great. Great. I'm glad we, t- glad we took over an hour, over like four hours, six hours to decide that. Yeah. However long the series is altogether. Uh, let's go into a bit of the nitty gritty here, away from Ooh. the plot. Um, let's go to, first of all, we took, we spoke a lot about the opening title sequence, so I'm not going to, in the last episode where we did the first two episodes, we spent like half the episode talking about the opening title sequence and the controversy to do with that. So I'm not going to mention a lot of it here. I'm just going to kind of go into some brief problems and then we'll move on. Yes. And one, if you're not aware, the 2023 um, Writers GAS Guild of America strikes strikes are happening at the minute. Yeah, indeed. And what Seeking Invasion chooses to do is put artificial intelligence in the opening titles. Yes. Therefore robbing artists of, of work. Yes. And if that's first, then, you know, who's next? You know, screenwriting, acting, background actors. There's a story that came out recently about something from The Mandalorian season two or something, where background actors were being digitally scanned. Yes. put in the background I've, digitally. Yes, yeah, so I've heard, not specifically Mandalorian, but I've heard a lot of, like... Because obviously you get actors that predominantly do, like, extra background work, or extra ex- role. Yes. And they're, and they're like, well, if we're just being scanned, like, essentially, well, what do we do now? Because yeah. it's not like they get paid for, like, whenever their scan gets used. Yeah. They'll probably get paid to get scanned Royalties. and then that's it. It's like the person that wrote, um, this is going to be, I'm not going to mention this for very long, yep. but the person, someone that wrote Suits, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to find the exact number because I have it. Okay. Um, I wonder if you can guess this. Uh, you're familiar with Suits, aren't you? The law, America law, yeah. drama, you know, very successful. Um, I've not seen it, but I know of right, it. Right, yes, you've not seen it, but you know of it. It was um, put onto Netflix quite recently Ooh. and and... Swiftly got to the got to the height yep. of um, a very popular Netflix. Everyone's watching Suits on Netflix, right? One of the writers um, was paid royalties. Would you like to guess how much they were paid? I'm going to hazard a guess. It's not very much. Go on, get entertain, enter, give us some entertainment. Uh, have you got it in American or is it British? It's or American? Dollars. This it's is dollars, USD. Okay. This is American dollars. Uh, five hundred dollars. Less. Oh God! I thought I was lowballing that as well. Yeah. <laughs> two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred and fifty-nine dollars oh, and seventy-one cents. Oh no! For one of the writers of Suits. Oh no! Oh, yeah, that's no. not great. That's all your hard work for however many nine seasons, however many it's got. If it's nine, that's not. That's like twenty dollars. I get paid more than that. Yeah, that's, that's literally know, like monthly, just, monthly. That's probably like twenty five dollars a season. Yeah, all that. 
they need this needs to happen. If there's like ten episodes a season, that's like ten. That's like like two dollars an episode. And I will support picketing, and I will support <laughs> yeah. stopping this because it's not like people haven't got stuff to watch right yeah. until when new stuff comes out. So strike yes. until you get what you want. Yes. And I'm in full agreement with that. Yep. It needs to be done not only for the pres- not only for the preservation of the industry, but also for what's um, what's happening with with the writing and the use of AI and the use of scanning and not being effectively not being paid for your hard work yeah. on streaming services and stuff like that. It just yep. needs to just whatever demand meet that demand because it needs to be done. Yes, yes it right. Is. Let's move on from that. Um, let's just talk about a bit of filming. Yes, uh, they did it all in England, all here in the UK. Where hey. Leeds. Oh yeah. Sure. You ever been to Liverpool Street Station on February the twenty eighth, twenty twenty two? No. Not been to Liverpool and not been to Leeds. You've been to Leeds, but you have been to West Yorkshire. I have. Depends where in West Yorkshire. Oh. You've been to Halifax? No. You've been to Pinewood Studios? I think I have. Is that where Harry Potter World is? Um, No, that's in... Um, I don't think that is. Pinewood Studios. Uh, No, I don't think it is. Okay. I think it is just a studio. Um, big, 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 yeah. You've been to Brixton? I have not. Oh, that's why I know Pinewood. That's destiny. Oh yeah, sure. There we go. Uh, and they make it all up to look like Russia. That's a very that's a very London looking Russia. That's what I said. That's what yeah. I said. Because you see um, Emilia Clark guy walking through the streets, and it literally looks like if you know what London streets look like, yeah. it looks like London Street. And you go, that's London, and it's supposed to be Russia. Like, yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's like when everyone films in Toronto because uh, filming tax goes down. Yes. Because you can basically film in Toronto and they won't charge you anything. Or in Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, mentioning Amelia Clark, she's in this, as is Olivia Coleman. Yep. Not mentioning them at all. Very two highly successful, two highly successful actors. Don't do anything with them. Yep. Funny that. What was Amelia Coleman even supposed to do? On um, Amelia, I've combined their names. Amelia Coleman. I say, what does what does Olivia Coleman even supposed to do? Yeah. Who is she? She's Sonia Farnsworth. She's supposed to be in like the MI6 or MI5 or whatever. Yeah. And they don't do anything with her apart from being Nick Fury's friend, and she like uncovers a scroll, and they've got more scrolls. Was yeah. she a scroll? I, I don't. I don't know, man. Emilia Clarke is Gaia, the daughter of uh, Ben Mendelsohn. She becomes a super scroll. Yeah. Uh, through surviving death, and is now a super scroll, and they don't do anything with it. I don't think we'll ever see any of these characters again, yep. apart from Nick Fury, and that's pretty much it. Which is an awful shame of both Emilia Clarke and Olivia Coleman, because they could have been characters that actually matter. Yes. Instead of being in one series and doing nothing, that's that would have been great. Imagine if they were actually characters who who, who could do something, and who were actually heroes that could be in a film or could be in a series which has a second season or ramifications. Yes. That would have been great. Right, let's 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 real rate this okay. sucker. Yeah. And then move on to something better. Move on to something better. I'll let you go first. It's not going like to would you like okay. Would you like me to would you like to give some overall thoughts? And then your real rating please, Corey. Um Sure. Uh don't watch it. That's about all I can say. Um, it's not. I don't know. I'm I'm torn between like a five, but even my head's like it's five too high. Okay. 
Um, I'll I'll stick with five, and then I'll see where you go, and maybe go up or down. I won't probably won't go. Up. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not going up. Okay. I'm gonna give it a four. See, I was torn between four, four or five. Four three point five. It's dangerously getting a three point five, but I will go for a four because Ben okay. Mendelsohn's in it. I like Ben Mendelsohn. This is what I, I mean. like. Amelia Clark. I like Olivia Corman. I like Sam Jackson. Very yeah. sizzly. Uh, I'll give it a four on its on its merit on the, on those four merits alone. I will give it. Also, Kingsley Benadir as Gravik is pretty good. Yeah. I like his cold calculating villain. I think he does well. Um, I wish he. I wish we could see Gravik as a film villain or something. They're doing Secret Wars. Maybe Gravik can come back in that. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. Just. I, it's just an awful shame. I think so. Yeah. Oh, and Don Cheadle as well, and yeah. um, and Everett K. Ross, Martin Freeman. Yeah, it's I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll knock it down four point five. Okay. Yeah. I will give it a four. Okay. Now. Weekly your rec. time. Okay. Okay. It's time for the weekly wreck. Give us something better than a, a four four point five, please. This will be better. Okay. Uh, GQ. Are you familiar with GQ? The magazine. Yeah, the magazine. The Gentleman's Quarterly, or whatever. Yeah, Gentleman's Quarterly. That's right. Yeah. Are you familiar with them? Are you a gentleman? I am. Do you experience Gentleman's Quarterly? Uh, I don't buy them, but I am aware of GQ. Okay. Read their articles sometimes. Oh, yes, and this is one of those articles. Oh, okay. It's not an article, it's, a, it's, it's on their YouTube channel. Uh, 7.4 4 million subscribers. How to GQ dress YouTube like channel. Sam Jackson. How to dress like Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. It's <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn breaks down his most iconic characters. Okay. They like to do this series with famous male actors. They do. Ben Mendelsohn, he's wearing a, a checkered coat. Nice. It's very fashionable. Uh, he looks like a dapper Australian gentleman. And uh, his hair's all in a bunch. He looks very rugged and charismatic, as Ben Mendelsohn often does. And he's going to break down his iconic characters for you. There he is. Um, including characters in Spotsworth, uh, um, Animal Kingdom, Dark Knight Rises, Bloodline, uh, Rogue One, Ready Player One, and finally in Robin Hood. So thank goodness he doesn't cover Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, that's such an iconic character. What a shame. What an iconic character is Talos. Well, they, they could have done something with him. If yeah. only they did something with him. Yeah. So, and he's got great enthusiasm the whole time. He's such a like, such a captivating guy to watch. There is. You know, and I'm afraid that fellow Australians can sort of see him as a guy to, you know, an icon almost. Like he's a home, home export for Australia. <laughs> you know, he started in, when he was young. He's yeah. like a child actor that sort of came about good. So I, I, I really I'm a big fan of Bendo. Bendo Mendo as they call him in 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 Aussie land. And I'm gonna give this oh, I love love Bendo Men, love Bendo Mendo a strong eight. Nice. Eight. A strong eight out of ten reels. It's Ben Mendelssohn breaks down his most iconic characters from GQ four years ago. Give it a watch on YouTube, it's free. So uh, that is my weekly wreck for this week. It's Ben Mendelsohn, and he's going to break down his most iconic characters. Give me a cool Ben Mendelsohn character. Well, Rogue One. Rogue One. Has to be Rogue One. Director, director Krennic. Has to be You know what his full name is? What, Director Krennic? Yeah. Um, Craig with a K, Krennic. No, it, okay. no, it's Orson Callan Krennic. Oh, okay. Is his full name. I only know that because I, I read the uh, I read the prequel book to Rogue One, the Catalyst, which is good by James Lucino, a really good novel. Uh, but that is our review of Secret Invasion. Don't watch. Give it. Give it a skip. <laughs> skip. Honestly, I'd say skip. 
skip it if you want. Yeah. Don't need to. Yeah. It's. I'm gonna also say just a tiny point before we leave you. Go on. Um, it's the suffering from a lot of Marvel fatigue. People going, yeah. I don't want to watch this because it doesn't mean anything, and I can skip it to watch the next film or whatever. It's sort of. There's been 13. Is it 13 or 18? I saw a tweet yesterday saying there's been 13 or 18 projects since Captain America has appeared. Yeah. And that's a that's a great shame. Because of stuff like this. Yeah. Because of stuff like Secret Invasion AI credits. Uh, I'm very sorry about Mendelssohn and Sam Jackson and everyone else who's good in this. Yeah. It should have been in something better. Maybe yeah. it should have been a film. Yeah. It's like Armor Wars. Yep. Armor Wars was going to be a series, now it's a film. Yep. With Rhodey in it. How will Rhodey grapple with being a, being a scroll? He won't. How will Nick Fury grapple with, with you know, changing scroll society? He won't. Yeah. How will Talos grapple with turning into a scroll leader? He won't. He's dead. Yes. They do the same thing to Colby Smulders. Yep. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening to this uh, Real Show episode. We promise better things are coming. <laughs> uh, it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.